Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He is the founder of the Wealth Research Group, and you can find out more about him at wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Lior. Thanks for having me again, uh, Jordan. Just give us a little background. People haven't heard about you before, about your background and, and the forming of the Wealth Research Group. Uh, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, uh, it, it starts at the age of 13, and I'll really make it brief because <laughs> I just celebrated 34. So we're not going to do 21 years of resume. But um, originally what happened to me is uh, my dad went bankrupt when I was 13. Uh, and then proceeded to go bankrupt again when I was uh, 18 and, and uh, 22. So um, living in, in a house where my dad was a businessman and uh, and a failed one, um, I kind of had to uh, figure out my own way in regards to um, to money and formulated my own you know uh, strategies. And I really saved a lot of money early on because, that's that was my mentality, right? My dad has lost everything, and so I started doing babysitting and uh, painting decks and delivering pizzas, delivering everything else, um, assisting uh, in basketball coaching. All this between the age of 13 and 18, and I saved like twenty thousand dollars and started investing it because my grandfather gave me a Warren Buffett book, um, and this was three months after the dot com bubble burst. So it was a great time to to get in, uh, into uh, the stock market. But obviously, this is in hindsight. I didn't know that at the time. Um, so beginners, like you, you want want to call it. And <clears throat> I've been a, an investor ever since, so uh, 18 years going, and uh, an entrepreneur, a business person. Um, and uh, and in around 2015, um, what happened to me was I well, I wanted to liquidate and close a very profitable uh, small fund that I ran uh, for about. 10 clients that are well-to-do clients, but I, because what I wanted to do is reach a larger audience, and that's how the idea of a newsletter came, uh, because that gives access to anyone who wants to know more about financial education, and uh, and wants to, sh- to, 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 I want to share my ideas, and he wants to listen. That's how WealthResearchGroup.com was, was formed, and it's a newsletter that, uh, that is also generic, talks about the economy in general, and it, it's also specific. It talks about opportunities and what I'm doing with my own money. So give us the mission of What's Wealth Research Group and what is it, what's different about it than other financial newsletters? I think um, the, the most important differential is the fact that I don't hold back. In other words, uh, I talk about the economy in general, but I, I talk about what I'm doing with my own money specifically and about opportunities with, uh, with large cap stocks but also with small cap, uh, uh, small cap stocks. And uh, to give you an example, in 2017, um, we covered Bitcoin, for example, at $400. It, it went to over 20000 We were the first newsletter in the world to cover Ethereum at $12. We all know it did a 90-fold move. Um, I had a number of subscribers to put like three or four grand into it. And uh, obviously, you can, you can um, make the calculations and they made millions. Um, so these are the type of opportunities that we talk about at the Wealth Research Letter, and it, it's unique because most newsletter writers are very—they um, hold back. Uh, they don't want to—they don't want to share. And, and my thing is, I wanted to make sure that we share everything um, that I do because that's the sole reason to even do this. What would I tell you if we—if our roles were reversed—is kind of the mission of Wealth Research Group. So let's go right into cryptocurrencies. That's an area you know so much about. They did have a huge rise at the end of last year, and they've been pretty much falling. Uh, they've bounced a little bit lately, but certainly they've fallen from the, the peaks of late 2017. Uh, what, what is your long and short-term view of what's going to happen in cryptocurrencies, and which specific ones uh, do you think people should be getting into? Um, let's start with uh, the most important thing, which are the five, the five factors which determine the price of cryptocurrencies. So, and this is proprietary, this is what we have come up with. Obviously, many people will uh, uh, pick and choose between them, but the number one thing is the mining cost. How much does it take uh, in, in energy, electricity, and, and the rest of it to mine 
um, a cryptocurrency. Let's uh, give an example of Bitcoin. Um, the price of any commodity or of any uh, asset that needs to be extracted and refined or whatever, it could be oil, it could be gold, it could be silver, it could be copper, uh, it could be corn or coffee, it doesn't matter. If there's a price to it, then obviously that entire chain wants to be profitable and then the end client wants to it needs to pay a premium over the cost of mining so everyone makes money along the way that's the ideal situation in, in a free and efficient market so uh, the price of, of Bitcoin for example has a lot to do with how much it costs to mine it by the end of the year it could be as much as nine thousand dollars per coin so um, right now the price right now is is uh, very unique because it's trading right around that mining cost, and throughout the um, and throughout the last two years, it has uh, it has traded about a two two and a half times premium to the mining cost. So if the mining cost is is about seven eight thousand, it would trade it would trade for twenty grand. Right now, the mining cost is about six thousand dollars, and it trades for about six thousand dollars. So it's it's a unique uh, environment with that regard. The second thing is. Um, that we have to think about uh, Bitcoin as a currency. So it competes with other currencies. It competes with fiat currencies and it competes with other altcoins such as Dash, Monero, or Litecoin, uh, for example. So when it competes for our dollars or for our currency with other currencies, it goes through abs and flows. Um, and, and we're seeing that as well. The third thing is a uh, the layer that is patented or, or unique to Bitcoin, the technology part. And so because Bitcoin is not only a currency, but it's a protocol, it's a technology, and it evolves. The more it evolves, the better uh, it can be valued. The, the, the more it detracts and has bugs or issues as a community, the less premium you pay for that. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a problem with, um, obviously, with scaling and we want to make sure that the network wants to make sure that it can scale with uh, what we call the lightning network going forward and that will allow uh, Bitcoin to have a much greater uh, value. So then that's one the, of the reasons you're saying that's one of the reasons why it's come down recently. Oh the, yeah, uh, definitely, okay. definitely. It, it's, 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 um, but it's being worked lot. out? You're saying it's being worked out? It's being worked. It's being theoretically worked out by the Lightning Network. It will be up to the market to to see if it accepts this solution. This solution is uh, is um, theoretically going to solve the scaling problem, um, but if if it doesn't, then something else will. In other words, this is an evolving technology, and um, there's an, enough brain power uh, thinking about this in order to create a solution for Bitcoin in the longer term. Um, okay. The fourth thing, obviously, Jordan, is regulations. This is something unique to Bitcoin, but it affects the price a lot because, uh, obviously, when you have a, a, an asset class that is not fully regulated uh, or, or not properly regulated, in other words, there's no bottom line yet, there's no um, end result, and it varies from jurisdiction to jurisdiction, um, you're going to have a lot of fluctuation, a lot of volatility. And the fifth part, uh, which drove this mania in 2017 is speculative money, and so um, it, it it all goes back to that uh, funny story about the uh, the fishermen in California who started the rumor that uh, the sardines are evaporating from the oceans, and uh, a sardine price mania started. So about six months into the sardine mania, one of the fishermen opens up a can. And he says, man, these, these things don't taste that good. And his friend tells him, no, no, these are not eating sardines. They're trading sardines. <laughs> so, so in other words, people were just uh, you know, uh, buying them in order to sell them for, for hire. And that is not the end goal of uh, Bitcoin. That is not what the, the – if it survives, it's, it's not what it will be in five, 5 to 10 to 20 years. It's a medium of exchange. It's a currency. It's a technology. It's outside government. And that's the big thing about it. It's outside the government. So if if you uh, don't like Bank of America shutting y your account down whenever it wants uh, for any reason, which they can, then you've got to realize that Bitcoin offers international uh, solutions. And we can talk much more about this, but uh, there, there, there's, there's so much to it. Um, it it's definitely 
uh, a unique asset because it has a social um, angle as well. It's, it's, it's sort of a revolutionary um, asset class because it has such a broad social uh, impact as well, not only financial. Okay, we're going to talk about more after the break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Lior Gens. He is the founder of Wealth Research Group, and you can find out more at his website, wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We've all been there. Struggling to keep up with credit card payments? Searching for a simpler, safer way out of debt? Well, here it is. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a nonprofit service that has been helping people reduce or eliminate their credit card debt for over 20 years. Most of us have made late payments and even gone over our credit limits. Before we know it, our balances are out of control and we can barely afford to make the minimum payments. If this sounds familiar and you're ready to take control of your debts, call Cambridge right away at 1-800-897-2200 for a debt-free analysis. Cambridge will work with your creditors and may be able to reduce your interest rates and get you out of debt fast. In fact, Cambridge's typical debt management clients save almost $150 every month on their credit card payments, and they're debt-free in just 50 months. So there is a simpler, safer way out of debt, and it all starts with Cambridge Credit Counseling. Call 1-800-897-2200 for your free debt analysis. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a Massachusetts-based nonprofit agency providing services nationwide. For complete licensing information, Visit them online at cambridge-credit.org. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Has your small business been turned down for a loan by the bank? Is lack of capital hindering your business growth? Small businesses unable to obtain bank financing or tired of merchant cash advances can now get the financing they need. Corporate Lending Solutions provides short and long-term capital, revolving lines of credit, and unsecured business loans. Does your business need help with payables, supplies, or payroll? Corporate Lending Solutions has powerful programs to help. While getting a small business loan can be a long, daunting process, with Corporate Lending Solutions, it's simple and takes only one to three days. Call 800-261-6478 or visit CorporateLendingSolutions.com to learn more. 800-261-6478. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He is the founder of the Wealth Research Group. You can find out more about him at his website, wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lior. Hey, thanks. We wanted to talk a little bit more about cryptocurrencies. What do you think is going to happen on the regulatory front? Is a cryptocurrency going to become a security, a commodity, a currency? How is it going to be regulated around the world? Um, I, I think the debate is open uh, regarding this, and obviously the the end result, whatever they whatever governments decide, will not be the right choice. So they have their own agenda, and the free market has its own agenda. So uh, I do not see a uh, a positive answer from what's going to happen from regulators. They're probably not going to. Um, regulate it as a currency, which will be the best, obviously. Um, uh, and they're going to try and tax it any way they can and put a lid on it uh, in some sort of fashion. Now, it is important to understand that the word cryptocurrencies um, does not do justice to these assets, these crypto assets. Um, some of them are currencies. So Litecoin, for example, or Monero or Dash, 
they're currencies. They're going to be mediums of exchange. That's that's what they're they're trying to be. They're ex- they're hoping that merchants will start to accept them because the transfer fees are are minimal. They're cheap, um, and obviously uh, um, the merchants will want to use them if they're less volatile. And in the future, they will be great for international business. So I'll give you just an example. Thirty three percent of all credit card transactions coming out of Africa are fraudulent. So, right. yeah. So when, when when you deal with Africa, you're dealing with one of three people who's going to scam you. And so the credit card fees and the banking houses, they don't want to be around that environment. But you and I as entrepreneurs, um, if we uh, go now to Africa and find a beautiful virgin beach and we want to build a hotel over there, uh, we want to make sure that we know who owns the land and that the government will not be able to um, seize that land whenever they want or tax you however they want, etc. Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrencies, blockchain in general, and ownership is changing due to decentralization. In other words, there's so much untapped potential just in making sure that all of these people get documented and that all of their land and other assets get put on on a database that is incorruptible, which can obviously, um, you know, it's estimated that the, the untapped potential just out of Africa, I'm not talking Far East Asia, Latin America and the rest, just Africa is about $10 trillion for the global economy a year. So you're talking about a massive, massive continent um, with so many locked wealth that uh, needs a revolution. Now, they're skipping many, many things. In other words, many people have a smartphone, uh, which they buy for about 5 to 15 bucks, um, which, can, which they can download an app and, and trade cryptocurrencies, but they don't have a, uh, a bank account. In other words, entrepreneurs in Africa and let's say in an English-speaking country, can create a call center, which are very profitable, and many westernized uh, companies use them, and they can start billing for their services in cryptocurrencies and not deal with the, with the hassles of banks. And then you can go to the microeconomy, your, you know, your everyday fruits and vegetables uh, for the locals, that could be done better if Bitcoin was able to do transactions for very minimal fees. If you buy, obviously, $5 worth of vegetables and you're paying $2 in fees, that's not doable. That's why the banks don't do Africa, right? That's why the credit card companies stay away. The risk and the fees are not justifiable. But with with uh, Bitcoin, you know you're getting your money. If if you live anywhere in the world and somebody from Africa sends you a Bitcoin, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter from where it's being sent. It's incorruptible. It's on the blockchain. So. Yeah. That's kind of the the potential for it going forward 15, 20 years. Um, in, Let's in the talk short- about the, the investment part of it now. Because sure. if people want to, say they think it has a big future, if they want to invest, they you know realize it's volatile and risky, but uh, is there a specific exchange that you like? And uh, in addition to Bitcoin, what are some of the coins you think have really good potential right now? Uh, let's start with that first thing you said, which is volatile and risky. So let's separate them. Uh, the risk in cryptocurrencies is that there's 1,500 uh, projects out there, and you can think about them just as you would uh, as 1,500 pizzerias in, in your uh, uh, nation. So you live in a country where there's many pizzerias. Would you invest? Would you own all 1,500 of them uh, because, they're, because they, they all sell pizza? No. Right, you you want to go with the proven restaurateurs, the ones that have the best product, and the one that 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 has an, a niche. They're servicing somebody that wants their pizza. So cryptocurrencies are just the same. There are 1,500 of them, but it doesn't mean that all of them will survive and thrive. Just as many pizzerias close every year, right? Half yes. of them about close in the first year, like every other restaurant. So that's the risk. You can you can. Everything sounds sexy on paper, but it's not. You need to really uh, make sure that you understand that just with any other business, uh, cryptocurrencies are essentially companies, except for a number of them that are truly decentralized, and there's no one behind them. There's no central point of, of authority. But So what would uh, be for, some of your favorites that you think are going to you know, be, be much bigger years from now? 
Sure. So first of all, we wrote about our, our top five for 2018. You can go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash top five, and you can download a full report about them. Um, we uh, think that privacy will play a big role. And so the privacy coins, the really private coins, the were you you cannot know who is sending who, what, and how much. It's untraceable at all. These will be very important going forward. Um, one of them is Zcash. Another one is Zcoin. Zcoin is much smaller. Um, this is one angle that's important. <clears throat> then you have other ones which act as uh, uh, little Googles or little Amazons or little Facebooks because uh, you can build apps on top of them. One would be Ethereum, the other one would be Neo, another one would be EOS. That You can build apps on top of their projects. This is what made Google um, and Facebook and, and um, Amazon so profitable. You can build on top of them. It's just an amazing business concept. Many people have missed out on it and, um, and now there's a second wave. They, these are the new technological companies that can be there and obviously you need to monitor the price before something being a great project doesn't mean it's a great investment. Uh, if, if you bought Microsoft um, before the, the NASDAQ bubble popped in 2000, it took you nine years to recoup your investment. Yeah. In other words, nine. So uh, a great investment and a great uh, company are not the same. So but what it, exchange, it, if, if you want to buy Neo and, and Ethereum and Zcash, what exchange would you use to buy them? Well, you would go to coinmarketcap.com. You would click on the name of the coin uh, that you're interested in buying, and you would go to the tab that says markets. The tab that says markets tells you which um, exchanges uses uses them and trades them. You'd want to stick with the big exchanges. It's just like with uh, with stocks, right? You don't want to do any small um, brokerage firms. You want to do the the good ones that are cheap, popular. And everyone else uses because that's uh, there's a reason for it, right? Um, and, and so Coinbase is good, uh, Bitfinex. There's a lot of good ones, and and uh, you know you don't need to to do too much too much research on the most popular ones because the 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 answer is is everyone else uses them, and there's a reason for that, right? Um, and will there now, be other ways to play these? For example, are exchange traded funds? Or mutual funds going to be coming that will give a diversified portfolio of cryptos? There is, but but I'll, I'll give you a better one. So, cryptocurrencies are are very very difficult to uh, to trade because if there's no mania, then there is literally no reason to hold them. In other words, why would you buy a coin today? It doesn't pay any dividend. It doesn't produce any yield. And if there's no speculative mania or anything in, in, in baked in the cake, in other words, if there's no evolution real quick happening, short-term catalyst for the coin, you're just holding a coin. You're basically holding a code. Um, and so what we like to do is look outside of just cryptocurrencies and look into a blockchain-focused company with an AI angle, with art artificial intelligence angle. And then we don't want the regulatory risk at all. So we're looking for a publicly traded company. For about 10 months, I've looked for a company that can commercialize blockchain with the use of artificial intelligence. And we've only found one company like that uh, uh, in, in 10 months. I've uh, met with the founder and he's now the CEO. The company is public for only one month. So it's, it's literally under the radar. And... Can you tell uh, us guy, what company that is? Sure. Uh, the name of the company is Global Life Technologies. It trades both in Canada and in the U.S. If you want the full research that I did on the company, you can go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash live. It's one of my top four picks for 2018. And the the person behind it, Anthony Lecavera, if you Google him, you'll see he had, he had uh, Bloomberg TV shows. Um, he's in charge of uh, or seated more than 100 startup um, companies. He had five. Sure is it globallife.com? What was the actual name of it? Global Live. So G Live. Live, okay. yeah. And, and yeah. what is the symbol for it? It's actually Live on Canada. So L-I-V-E. And okay. on in the U.S., it's L-V-V-E-F. Um, and, and again, if you want a full blown down research on this, the details, 
uh, and to understand how they're commercializing blockchain with the use of AI, you can go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash live, um, or you can go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash my picks, which includes my four top picks for 2018. It's the first time I've done that, Jordan, by the way, uh, showed people my personal treasure trove what, where I'm putting hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, because I think in 2018, the the speculative manias of 2017 are gone. And right now it's time to um, build positions that are more longer term. And I don't think that there is anything um, that can really rally hard in 2018, save for cannabis. Yes, we'll, we'll discuss that next. We have to go to a break. This is sure. Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Lior Gens. He's the founder of the Wealth Research Group. You can see he's got a lot of very interesting ideas. His website is wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Attention heroes, current and former firefighters, law enforcement, military, medical, or educational professionals. Heroes can receive rewards averaging over $2,500 when they buy, sell, or refinance a home. Heroes come first. Along with the Homes for Heroes is the nation's largest hero reward program. Their mission is to provide extraordinary savings to heroes who provide extraordinary services to our nation and its communities every day. Learn how you you can purchase a home for no down payment, no closing costs, and get money back at closing. Find out how you can own for less than you may pay for rent. Get your hero rewards at heroescomefirst.com. That's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, comefirst.com, 888-437-6114. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He is the founder of the Wealth Research Group. You can find out more at his website, wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lear. Hey, I'm excited to, to do the second half. So we talked about cryptos. Let's talk about cannabis. Okay. A lot of states are now making it public or making it uh, legal. Canada has just made it legal. There's been a lot of speculation in that area. What are some ways to invest in uh, cannabis that's not too crazy? Well, let's first of all, um, get uh, an update of what's going on right now. So Canada is going to fully legalize by October. Um, that's it. It's a done deal. At yes. that point, at that point, the U.S. becomes second chair to the to Canada. You have a president who's a businessman, first of all, and I don't think he will allow um, the U.S. to fall behind Canada. Let me just remind everyone: Canada is, is like 35 million people. California is about 39 million people with 250 million tourists a year. It's imperative that the U.S. becomes um, a cannabis 
um, powerhouse much before Canada because what the Canadians are doing right now is they're preparing to start exporting to the rest of the world and the U.S. doesn't want to uh, fall behind and then you have companies like uh, you know pharmaceutical companies, tobacco companies, alcohol companies that are going to move and hire people in Canada to get around what's going on in the U.S. So big tobacco, big pharma and big uh, alcohol all want to get uh, to, to join the cannabis industry, which is just booming um, and, and growing. And pharmaceutical companies want to uh, spend money on R&D. Obviously, tobacco and, and alcohol companies will either merge, consolidate, or build their own brands. And so it's a huge opportunity. And the demographics speak for themselves. Millennials are uh, preferring cannabis to alcohol the uh, from a recreational point of view, if you've ever been high on alcohol and high on cannabis, highs on alcohol go to your your stomach, and they they can ruin the next day for you. And cannabis, you sleep it off, it's done. So, and if you know how to do it, it's much more dosable. Uh, it's much more aesthetic. There's so much that I can talk about here because I've done a two-year research on this, um, and I've been to many of the uh, states that are legalized. And I've talked with, heck, I've talked with your brother who is a, a, a global leader in cannabis yes, that's uh, true. And, and a representative of, of uh, the state of uh, Washington, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and so the future for it is insane. That's the first thing. And then I think the what's going on right now in the U.S. is Elizabeth Warren has introduced what's called the States Act, which are basically going to say, hey, if, if we legalize in our state, the federal government can't touch us, which essentially is like federally legalizing because it means that the FBI cannot, can no longer do anything to anyone in the ancillary businesses or in the main businesses uh, that, that grow uh, the cannabis in states that have legalized. In other words, uh, companies will be able to start their own bank accounts and uh, be, be treated. A lot of speculation. So what would be one or two ideas for investment to play this, this trend you're talking about here in cannabis? The first of all, I think that um, before we get into investments, I think people can can think and choose if they want to be a professional in the cannabis industry. In other words, the, one of the best ways to get involved with an up-and-coming industry is not as an investor uh, per se, because many people have three, five, eight, ten thousand dollars to invest. Obviously, you're not going to become rich doing that, but if you become an entrepreneur, a business person, or an employee, one of the first employees of up-and-coming companies, then you have, uh, you know, you're creating a future for yourself. So, first of all, before you think of what to do with your money, think about if, if that's a, a wise career choice for you because um, from accountants to media to social media to advertising to supply chain to everything else, the multiplier effect is obviously endless, and um, and if you can provide value to this industry, you are in a situation where you're probably in one of the top three growth industries for the next 20 years in the world. So okay, but if that's good. So, if, but if you don't want to be an employee and you want to buy some stocks or mutual funds or ETFs, how would you play that? Well, there's 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 the marijuana index. That's one thing. You can always uh, buy a basket and not do research about any specific companies. But if you're looking for specific companies, uh, we are actually, Wealth Research Group is actually going to feature our number one top pick for 2018 in a number of days. And obviously, this is only reserved to the subscribers of, of Wealth Research Group because it's a private company. It's going to go public in the next few days, and we're going to be the first uh, in the world to cover them. I'm very excited about that. And obviously, in, in an upcoming show uh, that we do, we can talk about this freely. But okay. uh, right now, uh, how, we're, that's, that's we're standing how about, still. How about anything that's public already uh, that you would like? Sure. Um, I think... Uh, a very, very reputable company um, is called Invictus MD Strategies. The symbol for it is Gene, and it's because they're one of their uh, uh, employees, basically, is the cheap innovator, um, a cheap evangelist, they call him, is Gene Siemens, the guy who... Um, uh, I, I'm sure everybody knows him, but Kiss, he was... The, right? Yes, exactly. 
Yes. Very smart individual. I would bet he's 160 IQ. Um, and he is part of Invictus MD. Invictus MD has the largest um, land base in Canada right now for cannabis. They're growing leaps and bounds. And I think they're headed to be one of the first exporters of Canada. So this is a very interesting play. Wealth Research Group actually covered it when it was $1.22 Canadian. It went all the way up to 276 Canadian. Uh, and so subscribers made a lot of money with that company in a short period of time. And I think the price has corrected to about $1.60, $1.70 right now Canadian, uh, which offers another entry point before legalization uh, commences. The, the person great. behind this company, Dan Krisnick, is one of the best entrepreneurs, bar none, in Canada. I believe does, this does guy will be a billionaire. In the U.S. and Canada, or is it only traded in Canada? No, it trades in the U.S. and Canada. Under the symbol Gene, G-E-N-E. G-E-N-E is in Canada, and in the U.S., it trades for it trades under a different symbol. The, nope. the ticker symbol in uh, on the OTC is IVITF. Okay, very good. Okay, good to know. Excellent. All right, well, that's all very helpful. Let's let's move to some other topics here, which is gold. Sure. Now, gold mm-hmm. seems to have lost a lot of its luster with everything going on in cryptocurrencies, but what, what do you see as the future for gold as an investment? Um, well, first of all, uh, my own strategy, if I can, uh, if I may t- tell you re- with regards to gold. So... Um, what I did, and and this is I, you know everyone can do their own calculations, but what I did is I took my my monthly burn rate, and just for the sake uh, the sake of, of this example, let's put it at ten thousand dollars a month. So you multiply your monthly burn rate by twenty four, that'll give you two hundred forty thousand dollars, and you convert that fiat into gold, about eighty percent gold, twenty percent silver. So you have about two years worth of twenty eighteen life expenses in physical gold and physical silver. Um, for me, I, I have five vaults that I that I store at uh, in five different areas. One, two of them in North America, one in Singapore, one in Europe, and another in Hong Kong. So I have this uh, uh, these uh, coins and bars in multiple locations as well, multiple jurisdictions, and that it adds a layer of, of privacy and protection, obviously, um, it, it's it's just more diversification. That's it. That's my entire precious metal strategy with regards to the physical metals. I I um, I so hardly you don't like TLD or SLV or the gold mining shares of any kind. So uh, you asked about the you asked about gold and silver specifically with regards to an investment. The yes. first layer is this. Then if you want to speculate. You can go with the gold mining shares. I prefer them to the GLD and the other ETFs because the GLD tracks gold price. But in in a gold bull market, the mining shares outperform the spot price by about 25 or 30 to 1 if you choose the right companies. And so, uh, f- first of all, I treat gold as money and th- therefore I want to convert two years worth of fiat into it. And just store it. Don't touch it. Obviously, if there's a catastrophe, that's you know, you need to to own it and convert it into other things in a, in in a potential currency crisis. Now, if the economy is booming and there's a stock market rally, which includes gold equities, you'd want to find the top dogs. That's the only way I can describe it, Jordan. Mining is an insanely hard profession. Yes. And it calls for, <clears throat> ultimately, managerial skills. In other words, many businesses don't require high managerial skills. Um, they're, they, uh, the difference between companies is their products, for example. Um, so uh, is there a particular the, gold mining share that you think has good management that you would like if gold were to go into a bull market? Um, I would say there's two major ones that have made me money in the past big time and I would bet on them again for sure yes one of them is a company that was founded by Amir Nani and I would uh, you know I would advise uh, the listeners to research Amir Nani um, because this person is uh, by by this point a world renowned 
business builder. He has two companies that he founds, uh, founded and runs. One of them is Gold Mining Inc. And the other one is Uranium Energy Corp. Uh, but w- let's talk about Gold Mining Inc. The reason I love that company is because what they do is exactly what uh, CEOs need to do in order to make money in bull markets and conserve money in bear markets. So uh, Amir's strategy is called an optionality play. So what he does is he waits for the markets to have a very bad sentiment and for companies that have high quality assets to run out of cash and have no ability to raise more money. In other words, they need to close doors and liquidate and they need to sell at fire sale uh, prices. Then he goes in and because he knows how to raise money in any given market, he has people that back him, he raises the money and he buys for literally pennies on the dollar. Then what, what does he do with the assets? Instead of drilling holes and instead of um, you know, trying to develop them and all of these expensive adventures, he just sits on the asset, does nothing, very low expenses, and right. just waits. Just what, what is the, uh, the, the, the symbol for Gold Mining Inc.? Well, uh, what would be the best ticker for a gold company? Uh, G-O-L-D. <laughs> exactly. That's and that's the ticker. So the ticker in Canada is G-O-L-D. And the ticker in the U.S. for Gold Mining Inc. Uh, is on the OTC, obviously. And the ticker <clears throat> is G-L-D-L-F. Um, I can tell you this. Uh, the first time I bought it, it was at $0.60 cents Canadian many years ago, only when it IPO'd. And then at the bottom of the 2016, uh, 2015 cycle, the first company we ever featured on Wealth Research Group was Gold Mining Inc. It was $0.78 cents Canadian. It then rallied to $3 and change in eight months in 2016, and it was the fifth best-performing company on the TSX that year. Right. right now, as we're doing this interview, it's about $0.94 cents Canadian, um, and I just bought uh, a nice uh, a nice bulk, yeah. l- let's okay, say, correct. last week. So We, we uh, have to go to a break. Okay, excellent. Definitely. Gold, gold, uh, it's called Gold Mining Inc. Very good. We're going to go to another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He's filled with great ideas, as you can see. He's the founder of the Wealth Research Group. His website is wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Looking for an investment option? Consider Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. Secured Real Estate Income Strategies is a real estate-backed option offering investments with a monthly income objective. The goal of the strategy is to lend money to real estate developers. SREIS offers an 8% preferred return per annum, plus a share in any profits. While there is risk, including loss of capital, and you should carefully read the offering circular for full details, Secured Real Estate Income Strategy screens each real estate loan carefully. Call 888-444-2102 or visit securedrealestatefunds.com to learn more. 888-444-2102. Jordan Goodman is an advisor to and part owner in Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. This does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities. Securities offered through North Capital Private Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. 
If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth in Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthinequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He's the founder at the Wealth Research Group, his website, wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lior. Hey, thanks for having me. I just want to make sure that, that uh, if... Uh, listeners want to have more access to um, Amir and his companies, you can just go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash Amir. And it's about the two companies. It's a, it's a special report about the two companies and also about the analyst reports uh, about the two companies. Both of them are price targets of four, 450 Canadian. And as I said, Gold Mining Inc. is trading below a dollar right now. And Uranium Energy Corp. is trading for... Um, for about a uh, buck sixty American, so analysts well, are very bullish. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so let's go to some. So we've talked about uh, cryptocurrencies, we've talked about gold, we've talked about cannabis, all kind of growth situations. But you're also very big on income, and you write about what you call the dividend aristocrats, and particularly Warren Buffett buying insurance companies. What what should someone look for in getting an income oriented stock? Well, first thing. 71% of my net worth as of today is with um, dividend aristocrats and with dividend companies. So when we talk about gold and when we talk about cannabis and blockchain and cryptocurrencies, these all make up about 10 to 15% of the net worth, not more. And it's because they're very risky and they are risky because they have a high failure rate. And the only thing you want to fear as an investor is permanent loss. So a lot of companies they can go down, but they can go up and they and surpass the cost basis that you paid for them. And so in other words, there's literally um, a, a very low probability that you ever buy a stock, and from that moment on it just goes up. Usually you buy a stock and it goes down because <clears throat> uh, most people don't buy at the bottom, and therefore you've got to realize that there's a difference between companies that go down after you bought them and companies that will go down permanently from where you bought them. And that's the big risk. With dividend companies, um, I love to, to uh, invest in them for three reasons. One, dividends make up about 40 to 50% of total returns historically for investors. So when you buy when you own a stock, you own a business, a part of a business. And as an owner, you want to split the profits with all the other owners. When uh, a board or a management team decides to pay a dividend, it pays you, the owner of the company, your share of the profits. Now, CEOs have about five ways to distribute profits. One of them being dividends, the other one being buying back shares. When CEOs buy back shares of the company from the public market, they essentially shrink the available supply of shares. Thus, they make you a bigger owner of the company tax-free. So in other words, you, you own more of that asset, but you don't pay additional tax for it. So it, yes. it's, a brilliant, it's a brilliant strategy. The third thing they can do, and obviously, they need to buy the stock when it's cheap. So if they overpay for the stock, it's not good for you as the owner of the company. Uh, the third thing that you want to uh, that you expect from from management is that they become uh, that they merge or acquire other companies in order to grow. The fourth thing is that they invest in in the company itself 
in the growth of the company by buying more machinery, hiring, etc. And then the fifth thing is sitting on the cash, doing nothing and waiting. The best companies can do all five and still every year increase the dividend payment that they pay to the owners. It would be the same as renting your property to, uh, uh, to a tenant and every year he tells you, hey, you know what? I made more money this year, so I'm going to bump up the pay that I give you. That is how amazing it is. So, so um, how do you pick specific uh, dividend aristocrats? Because there's a lot of companies that raise dividends every year. How do you pick the specific ones you like best? There's There are 52 dividend aristocrats in the world. So definitely a very small, small, small list out of thousands and thousands of, of companies out there. Um, and the way I choose them is by doing proprietary research um, that that uh, that I do for my own sake. I I uh, um, it it has to do with fundamental, and obviously I'm looking for companies that trade below their historical mo- uh, multiples and have a nice growth perspective going forward and have a low payout ratio that they can increase the dividend they're, that they're paying because right now they're not paying um, a whole lot of their profits. For dividends, so yeah. there's room and then for you growth. Typically, reinvest the dividends, or you take them typically. I uh, n- not typically, all the time I reinvest them. I'm 34 right now, and therefore for the next 40 to 50 years, or however God gives me, I'm gonna reinvest those dividends and rely on my active income for wealth. This is my legacy. This is my dynasty um, portfolio, which. Uh, ideally, I don't ever touch, and I just give to to my children. But obviously, if at any point I want to put both legs up and live off the dividends, if you compound right now, then uh, you give yourself a better chance of living off dividends in the future. Uh, my top four picks for 2018, including three dividend aristocrats, you can go to wealthresearchup.com forward slash my picks. But if you want a full library, about dividends and Warren Buffett and insurance companies and, and compounding and all these important subjects that should be the core of your portfolio, you can go to wealthresearchup.com forward slash dividend and you'll find a library that we aggregated f- from years and years of investing. This is how I got started. Luckily, right. at age 16, uh, Jordan, I bought VF Corp, which is a company that owns uh, brands like Lee, Wrangler, yep. Timberland, John Sport, Kipling, and others. Um, and it's a dividend aristocrat. It's the first company I bought, age 18, and I still own it today. Right. They they have raised their, their dividends 700% since then. <laughs> Very um, good. Uh, unfortunately, we have to end the show. It's, we've had a lot of really great information here. My guest this hour has been Lior Gens. He's the founder of Wealth Research Group. You can get all these ideas and many more things at his website, wealthresearchgroup.com. You've been a great guest. Thanks so much for being on the Money Answer Show, Lear. Jordan, thanks for having me. And we'll be back next week with another edition of the Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.